Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. February is American Heart Month, and to do our part in raising awareness, we are joined today by the president of the American Heart Association's Central New Jersey chapter, Dr. Reshna Kulkarni. She is a clinical cardiologist and managing partner at Atlantic Medical Group's Medicore Cardiology in Hillsborough, New Jersey. She has been in practice for 23 years and specializes in cardiovascular disease in women and preventive cardiology. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Kulkarni. Thank you so much. So we know that heart disease is more common among women than men and can cause complications for women during and after pregnancy. From these challenges emerged the field of cardio-obstetrics. How is this quote-unquote new field changing the way CVD is managed in women who are pregnant? So pregnant women in the United States have a higher risk of dying than women in any other industrialized country. And uh, the risk of mortality and morbidity related to pregnancy is appalling. I do believe that we can do better and we must do better because we can't operate in silos anymore. So more collaboration between cardiologists and obstetricians could help curb nation's soaring death rate among pregnant women. And that's what is recommended by American Heart Association and American College of Obstetrics. One of the reasons I believe that we have increased death rates is because our nation has experienced a significant change in maternal demographics over the past years. And I think that plays a key role in it. So the reasons behind these deaths are complex, but it does include a very complex racial ethnic variety that we have here. Also complicating the issues are the disparities and sometimes access to care. These are some of the challenges that we face. As I mentioned, more women who are pregnant now are older, and that makes them more likely to have chronic medical conditions such as diabetes, high blood pressure, and obesity, which all can be risk factors for heart disease and stroke. I do believe that we have to work as a collaborative effect because we definitely have a need for improved quality of care that we deliver to pregnant women. Studies also have shown that women who have pregnancy-related health problems such as preeclampsia, gestational diabetes, are at higher risk for cardiovascular complications later in life. So it will be nice if we when women are pregnant and they seek voluntarily medical care, it will be a great idea to address their cardiovascular risk factors also. So if we identify certain issues such as high cholesterol, increased fasting glucose, when the obstetrician hands off care to the clinician that the woman is going to follow later in life, it should be a continuum. So I think we should take pregnancy as an opportunity to get plugged into a preventive care system as soon as possible. 
Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit more about the best practices for managing CVD in women who are pregnant? Improving cardiovascular health during early stages of pregnancy can lead not only to a healthier pregnancy, but can improve a woman's long-term cardiovascular health. So I do believe that we should take an opportunity to guide women towards heart-healthy lifestyles during their childbearing year. And American Heart Association has come up with Life Simple 7, which is a score developed by American Heart Association as a roadmap towards better uh, heart health. And these are simple issues which I believe if uh, clinicians and other healthcare providers, if they start doing it during pregnancy, it can lead to a lot healthier lifestyle down the road, which is to know your blood pressure, know your cholesterol, no blood sugars. So these are the three health risk factors. And then four health behaviors. So know your body mass index and try to achieve an ideal body mass. If you're smoking, this is a great opportunity to stop smoking. Adapt a heart-healthy lifestyle more with fruits and vegetables and complex carbs instead of simple carbs. And increase physical activity to 30 minutes of physical activity five days a week. If we address these issues and instill these good habits during pregnancy, it can help a woman to maintain cardiovascular health later in life. If we pay close attention to a woman's cardiovascular health during pregnancy and use Life Simple 7 as a roadmap to promote lifestyle changes, it goes a long way. Absolutely. Very well said. So what types of challenges have you personally experienced when managing CBD in pregnancy? And how have you overcome those challenges? One of the most common issues that we see is development of postpartum cardiomyopathy. That has been the biggest diagnostic and treatment challenge. It's a very serious diagnosis, and women are very emotionally very frail at that time and to give that diagnosis that your heart is weak and you have postpartum cardiomyopathy has been my biggest challenge because then the ramifications and care is just it just adds such a huge extra dynamic to a woman's postpartum care so that has been my biggest challenge in my practice then it's a challenge to take the woman and the family through this roller coaster ride and you hope for a healthy and positive outcome. Sometimes you're not always lucky to get that and you try to do your best, but that has been my biggest challenge. My second challenge is if a woman has uh, postpartum or even before that, if she has high blood pressure to how to titrate her medications and then take her through the pregnancy and then get her back on her regimen after pregnancy to be with her and be her companion to maintain her cardiovascular health has been challenging as well as rewarding. And third challenge is a lot of women now who have congenital heart disease are now living into adult life and are going through successful childbearing 
Um, but that has its own layer of issues that we face. But it's, as, as I said, it's equally challenging as well as rewarding. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing. And so what else should cardiologists know about managing CVD in pregnancy? At this point in healthcare training for cardiologists as well as obstetricians, there has not been for any kind of formal training. And if that can be incorporated in training, that would be great because currently in the United States, most cardiologists are not specifically trained to care for pregnant women with cardiovascular risks. So knowledge of the hemodynamic changes in the antepartum, intrapartum, and postpartum periods and their effects on cardiovascular system are often not considered when treating these patients. So that we need to pay attention to. Since most women of reproductive age use their obstetrician and gynecologist as their primary care providers, I do believe that they are uniquely positioned to identify and refer patients early for management of hypertension, diabetes, and dyslipidemia in order to prevent cardiovascular disease and stroke. Because over studies and data has shown that women who seek postpartum follow-up within first 10 weeks after the delivery ranges from 30 to 80% depending on the patient's demographics. So uh, immediate referral at the time of postpartum visit may facilitate early identification of women with increased risk for cardiovascular complications later in their life. So I would like to propose three important changes to our current role of how we deliver healthcare delivery in order to establish collaborative disease model to provide early interventions for women at risk of cardiovascular complications. So first is the pregnancy should not be considered an isolated life event, but instead we should consider that as a continuum because complications encountered during pregnancy need to be followed up. And if there is one, then that care should be transferred seamlessly to your cardiovascular colleagues. And second suggestion I would have is internists, obstetricians, and primary care providers uh, should be trained to obtain a more complete history along with the obstetric history and cardiovascular risk factors should be addressed at that time. Because if that is done, then we might be able to identify uh, which women are at higher risk later in life, especially in particular women if they have preeclampsia, they need very close follow-up with your cardiology colleagues. And the third is healthcare delivered in silos is a model we should move away from. We need to form multidisciplinary teams that can address cardiovascular needs during pregnancy with an emphasis on disparities in care. So joint educational and research opportunities that include obstetricians, primary care, 
providers, internists, cardiologists, it would be great, it would be ideal, so then we can deliver care in continuum. Absolutely. Thank you again for speaking with us today and sharing your insights on this important topic. Oh, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my thoughts. I really, really appreciate it. February is Heart Awareness Month, but I do believe that we should take the entire year in the quest to improve heart health. It should be a continuum throughout the year to instill healthy lifestyle, to build healthier individuals, healthier families, and healthier communities.